0: Welcome to the Strengthening Families and Communities Forum. I'm the co-host, uh, Richard Urban, my wife, Stacy. It's time now to welcome up uh, Commissioner Jennifer Kraus. You already heard some of her comments. But um, she is our, uh, one of our five uh, county commissioners. And uh, she took office earlier this year. So we're uh, blessed to have her as a speaker. So I want to welcome her up now.
1: Thank you, everybody for making me feel so welcome. Uh, I'm Jennifer Krause. I'm a newly elected Jefferson County Commissioner. Um, this is an issue that is very near and dear to my heart. Uh, the idea of stopping the sexualization of children in the public schools and providing a positive alternative. Boy, that's a lot. That's a lot. Um, Let me let me introduce myself and and let you all know who I am. I'm Jennifer. I told you this. I told you why I'm here. This is an issue that is very important to me. Um, I am a mom. I'm just turned 49. Thank you for the happy birthday, by the way. I got that nice email. Thank you very much. So I I just had a birthday. I'm 49. I have five children. My oldest is 28. She'll be 29 this year, December, and my youngest is seven. So I've got quite a range there. Um, During COVID and the response to COVID, and the forced masking of our children, and the the that this is when I started to get very fed up with with the government controlling uh forcing vaccinations on people when you know if you want to keep your job you better get the vaccination uh we we had no bodily autonomy anymore um i saw our schools pushing the agendas of critical race theory and sexualization um that was one gift COVID gave my family and i'm sure many others uh when children were forced to learn from home or (laughs) i use the term learn loosely uh, my daughter wasn't doing very much learning, and I don't think very many other children were either. Uh, I was present for all of these. I stay home with my children, or I did up until
2: <laughs> January
1: 1st. Um, now my husband does a lot of what, what I would do when I'm uh, at work. Um, but they would sit in front of the computer. I, I would see all these little faces on the screen. Uh, several of them were still in their beds, they were in their jammies. They had messy hair. They were, you know, they they weren't even out of bed and up and dressed and fed and ready for a good school day. Uh, they weren't learning. They weren't learning. And when they were allowed to go back to school, the masks were covering their faces, and so the children couldn't hear what the teachers were saying, and they couldn't see their mouths. So a lot of the small children who were learning how to form their words and such were unable to do so because they could not see what their teacher was saying when they were talking. It was just a travesty. I started going to school board meetings, where I met my friend, Barb. Uh, I I started going and and I realized after some time I was not being listened to. Uh, The school board were not paying any attention to the things that those of us who were very legitimately concerned, they they didn't really care what was going on in our households with our children. Um, Eventually, I decided I would try to make a difference where I could. Uh, I was uh, asked and encouraged to run for county commission. I said, what's county commission? What is this? And I learned about it and I prayed a lot, talked to my husband a lot. Certainly, this is a whole household decision. Uh, My children have had to give up time with me, and I've had to give up time with my children and my husband to take on this role, which is long. This is a six-year term. That's a long time. But it was a commitment that I made with God's blessing. I prayed about this. I prayed about this. And I said, really, Lord? Really? But he made the way, and here I am. I hope I'm doing good. I'm doing my very best to do good. Um, I am a conservative, I am a true conservative, so I come at things from a decidedly conservative perspective, I truly believe that getting back to the basic founding principles is the way we fix many of these problems, we were a country founded on Judeo-Christian values, and anybody who tells you otherwise is lying, they haven't done their homework, I've heard a lot of that. We were, not, we were not, they didn't care about God and what he said and what the Bible said. Yes, yes, they absolutely did. They absolutely did. Um, to discuss about how children are sexualized at all levels of society, uh, I mean, even before they get into school, unfortunately, right? So we've seen things, I never watched it, and I'm proud to say it, but I have seen the commercials for a show called Dance Moms, This is all about sexualizing little girls, and uh, it's yucky. Uh, I can tell you um, this happened, I guess it was about a, my husband and I do the grocery shop once a week. That's our day date when the kids go to school. That's when we get to go out together, and we would do the grocery shopping. First, we hit the Aldi, and then we hit the Walmart, and it's our whole thing. It's our big routine. Well, for a little while there, going through Walmart, in the um, uh, the toiletry section, I call it the shampoo and all of this and makeup and everything. There was a whole there was a whole display in the Walmart of Sesame Street makeup. It was wow. disgusting. Did did you have you seen this?
3: No. Okay.
1: Oh, it was there. Oh, it was there, and I was thoroughly disgusted. I complained about it, and oh boy, my husband he would get so mad. Oh, would you stop saying things out loud? And I'm like, no. I'm not going to stop saying anything out loud. This is perverse. This is perverse. Little, uh I mean, this was real makeup aimed at, ch- and of course the display is from here down, right, at eye level for little kids, little girls, and probably lots of little boys, right, these days. A lot of parents would uh, encourage their little boy to put makeup on. That's eh, disgusting, and the sexualization as far as I'm concerned, uh, even if it isn't just for girls. Um the clothing that we see at Target and Walmart, and it's all uh, for little girls. It's all halter tops and show as much of the skin as you can, and it's just it's really it's really upsetting. Um, the obscene performances. I did just work very hard to get passed in Jefferson County an ordinance that uh, will bar or has actually, this has already succeeded, <laughs> ah, thank God, um, in barring minors, anybody under 18, from adult live performances, no matter where they are, no matter what's going on, if there is obscene behavior, a minor is not to be present, and that that's it. Uh, I I did push to get that through very quickly, and I had lots of reasons for doing so, and I know that I was right on that, and my my goal, my aim, is to have that spread throughout our state. Uh, I have been working with other counties. Uh, I worked very closely with our attorney general, a wonderful man, Patrick Morrissey, giving me his time, Uh, guidance, lots of good advice about certain proper things to say in an ordinance and things not to say, uh, so that it remains constitutional and therefore uh, unable to be challenged in court. Uh, That's something very important to me. Um, If if any of you have been paying attention, you've seen these pride performances and pride parades. Well, we know what the Bible says about pride, right? We know. There was before destruction and the haughty spirit before the fall. So about that, we know what children are being exposed to and are being encouraged to see, and that's by design that these are people with an evil intent. It's despicable. But anyway, it did spread to uh, Putnam County has adopted their ordinance, thank God, I'm uh, working with several other counties in the state in order for them to get the same kind of ordinance passed in their county. And as far as I'm concerned, if they won't do it at a state level, and this is why we need to uh, uh, vote for good people in our state, Miss Barb, um, uh, if they don't have the nerve to do it at the state level, then I think in the counties, in the very local elections, we need to we need to pay very close attention to who we elect, who we vote for. Uh, that's how we start to really make some change. Um, I will talk. Speaking still of obscenity and off of my ordinance now. Uh, speaking about obscenity and how easy, how, how how insidious it is for our children to see. At home, we cut the cable cord. We don't have cable in our house anymore, thank goodness. Right. But the TV's now and and I'll tell you what, we we don't watch TV really we turn on the Andy Griffith show. And that's about it. But you know, it's it's um it's unfortunate what's been going on in in our culture and how they're trying to get at our children. The the televisions, you know, you get a fire stick if you want to watch the Hallmark Channel, which I don't watch anymore by the way, because of the commercials and how they can't I can't have my daughter in the room with some of these commercials that are present during these sweet Hallmark movies. Not anymore. Anyway, the fire sticks that you use are loaded with this content that you can't get away from. If the television is on, even if it's not showing a program, it's scrolling. And you can see a lot of things that you don't want your children to see. It's, it's insidious. It's, it's there. And they're trying every which way they can to get to our kids. And they're succeeding, in many cases. It's very sad. So, one one of the reasons that the children are being allowed to be sexualized is because God has been taken out of our schools, of our society. People get made fun of for being a Christian. I won't speak for a Jewish person, but I would assume the same. Not Jewish, I don't know, but when you're in the minority that way, you're a target. Another reason is man wants to make his own morality. And I will I will quote from the Bible now back in Genesis chapter three, verse five, Satan says to Eve, and this is not the full quote. Ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. There's, there's Satan right there telling man, you're going to be just like God. You can. You can be. Do it. Do it. Judges chapter 21, verse 25, will quote, In those days there was no king in Israel, and every man did that which was right in his own eyes. That's happening Today. That's happening today. Scary. It's very scary. And in Isaiah chapter 14, verse 14, Satan wanted to be God. This is not the quote. I'm sorry. Satan wanted to be God, which is the same sin that Adam and Eve committed. It, it is the same sin that man is uh, committing today, the same sin that Adam and Eve committed. Uh, Isaiah 14:14, 14, 14, I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. Th- those are Satan's words. That's Lucifer right there. That's the devil. The results of children being sexualized in our, at all levels of society. The rises in depression among young people. Uh, This is from the Health and Human Services own website, our our federal government, who we all really trust, right, (laughs) Um, between uh, the years 2016 and 2020. So our Health and Human Services website, federal government website, states between 2016 and 2020, I don't know how they get this number for ages three and up, but three to 17 have been diagnosed with anxiety that number grew by 29% and depression by 27%. That's not even including the years 2020 to 2023, which, of course, is the whole COVID. You know, which we know we know for a fact that that had detrimental effects on our children. It's it's awful, just devastating. And I and I can tell from personal experience, and I, I certainly won't name names or anything that could be identifying, but we, we have had um, a couple of incidents um, that have affected our family with respect to teenage suicide. Uh, and this is during COVID when children have been made to feel very alone, and you can't talk to other people, and you can't look at other people, and you can't wave hi to other people, and you can't smile at other people, you can't see other people. That was part, that was part of the, the whole plan, really. Uh, here's what I have done to try to do my part. Unfortunately, when it comes to our schools, the county commission has little oversight. But I have done what I can by fighting the school board and encouraging others to do so. I've gone to meetings many, 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 many meetings. Oh, it, you You have to. You have to make yourself... No, you have to, even if they're not acting the way that they should be and listening and and, uh, paying attention and, and making decisions based on things parents want, you have to go and make your voice heard. That's very important. I have spoken out against their bad curricula with respect to critical race theory, with respect to their COVID response, with respect to their sexualized agendas, including... LGBTQ, and I can't even a LMNOP, you know. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> right, question mark, ampersand, I don't know. So um, one thing that I was able to do, and this doesn't have anything to do with the sexualization, but I was given the opportunity to help uh, make uh, shed some sunlight. I do say sunlight is the best disinfectant. Uh, Right after I was elected, our school board, uh, there was a whole fiasco where they lowered, they made the right decision to lower exam grade weights from, what was it? It was 10. They lowered it to three. Oh, yeah. Yes. And then they made a whole great big stink. The, the faculty senate at both of our high schools had a very big problem with this. Um, came to the county commission and said, we, we need some help with this. So, so. Uh, We did uh, come out publicly. That was one of the very first things I did. We did come out publicly against them, uh, wrote a letter um, uh, talking about discussing what a horrible decision this was. I hand-delivered that letter to Charleston when I went down in January, made sure that the Board of Education in Charleston received that letter. Here it is, and also (laughs) sent it certified mail and email Belt, suspenders, another belt, you know, made sure that that was was in their hands. Um, Right. (laughs) I didn't see that. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. So, um, anyway, there's not a lot that the county commission has uh, with respect to oversight over the board of education. But when it does come to us, I'm paying attention, I promise. Uh, Another thing that I have done, I have brought prayer to our county commission meetings. Uh, that was another one of the very first things that I did, very important thing to me. Uh, we need to bring God into the room. That's a very important place to start. I think that all of us here would agree. I'm sorry, my hair is bothering my eyes. Um, the we We must recognize, as did the Founding Fathers, that we all need to call on God for guidance. And without his blessings, our works are in vain. They just are. Uh, The Obscene Performance Ordinance, I discussed this a few moments ago. Uh, It essentially bars minors from adult live performances, which have been deemed obscene. Uh, We could have gone farther with our ordinance, but we did not. If you want to have a disgusting and obscene performance, have it. But no children are allowed to be there, thank you very much. the hard thing about that and why this is hard to spread across our state is because people are afraid. They're afraid of being called names. And in case you didn't know, I'm a bigot (laughs) and I'm, I'm hateful. I don't understand why people don't just all love each other. Well, uh, I've read my Bible and I know what God says about your performances. Um, the level of opposition that we received from from this uh, ordinance, the discussion even of it, shows how our society has fallen, how far we've fallen. I will say I was very disappointed in the two commissioners who voted against it. Three, we, it's a three to two, and that's one of the reasons I had to act so quickly. Uh, we had two county commissioners who voted Uh, Against it, which I still can't understand why oh also in case you didn't know. I'm a nazi Of course, I'm joking, but I was told by another commissioner that that's what my behavior is like So that was really that was really very disappointing (laughs) So you know protecting children in case you didn't know that's a very yeah well, you know so it's important for people to get involved. It's important to go to meetings, go to our local uh, county meetings. Uh, if you live where you can, go to the state meetings in the in the state house. These are very important that people need to pay attention to. Another thing to do is to get involved by running for office. It's very important. We we I've heard the expression, you know, be the change yeah. that you wish to see. Don't just stand around complaining about it. We have to do something. I would much rather stay home and do laundry and cook dinner for my family. I'm fine with that. I really am. And I, I still do the laundry, but my husband does a lot of the cooking. But but I, I even, I was the one, I said, okay, I have to do it. I have to do something. I can't just complain. And all of us must do something. Uh, If you can't run for office, write letters or go to meetings and hold the people to account that you vote for. Know who you're voting for and why. And when they don't do what they say they're going to do, hold their feet to the fire and vote in every single election. And I'm sorry I'm not trying to make this whole thing a political thing. I'm really not. But from where I'm standing, all of this, now I know we can't do anything without God's help, I know we can't, but if we start and we pray and we ask, Lord, help me, help make a way for me, he does, he does. So we must force the schools to change. Public schools are a business. Theirs is a business that is offering a very poor product. The way to make a business change is to stop patronizing that business for too long we've been forced to consume this product and i was one of those parents who paid no attention now of course i helped my child with home children with their homework and we talked about the things that they talked about at school and i did all the things but did i did i know who i was voting for, for to you know represent my children uh, on the school board no I just assumed these are wonderful, good people who want to give their time to make sure my children are, are safe and cared for and taught well. They, they, they weren't. They weren't. So it's important, it's important to know this. For too long, we have been forced to consume the product that the public schools are selling, and that is starting to change. We need to stand together to force change on our schools through our actions. One way we can help is turn these school board elections into partisan elections. We have to know who we're voting for. Everybody likes to say, but this isn't a partisan position. But yes, it is. It absolutely is. It ab- Unfortunately, right? But it's true. It's it's. I'm sorry. It's just a fact. We need to do that. Our children are being used as political pawns. The we are coming for your children chant that I think many of us in this room have heard at yeah, a recent it. pride parade. I, it. I mean, they're screaming it. Yeah. Believe them. They're telling you what they're doing. This isn't a joke. They mean it. Sadly, Democrats have sided with people who want to sexually corrupt our children. I can't imagine Why? And I will say this there are many rhinos that have to and when I say rhino I'm talking about a republican in name only. It's true. It is a true thing. Because people are afraid to be called what I've been called. People are afraid. They don't want to be called names. They want to be liked by everyone. You know what? Jesus wasn't liked by everyone. Was he? Neither am I. That's okay with me. I figure I'm in good company.
3: Yeah, right. right? Exactly. Right.
1: So another thing we need to have our school board elections at the general election. I mentioned this already yeah. that gets a lot more people out, a lot more people are paying attention to who they're voting for. We have to starve those public schools of their money. We really do. They're not going to change until until they see that, until until they see the the um, real effects of what their policies have have uh, brought. We need to vote no on additional funding. We need to discuss how much of the property tax goes to the schools and how they have the excess levy rate, uh-huh. which needs to stop. I so I have a little—I have a little note here. Um, I can't do Excel spreadsheets. My husband did this for me, <laughs> but he printed it out, and I'm good at talking about it. So, uh, with respect to for every in Jefferson County, I'll say for every $100,000 of assessed value on your home. of that are the taxes, and of that, $902 goes to the schools. $902, yes, sir. 77.24% of our property taxes go to the schools. I can't believe it. Are you? He's flabbergasted. It's yep, and what are we getting for that? Confused? We should. That I know. Wouldn't that be great? Yep. It's true. Yep. Yep. So no, I don't think people do know that. No, don't be sorry. It's. I mean, it's a. It's a flooring statistic. Yes. It's and it is true, it is true. I can tell you that the school excess levy, which is what people vote for, we don't have to vote for this. Thirty, let's see, of that eleven sixty eight, four hundred and fifty nine dollars goes to that levy. It's it's unbelievable. People need to pay attention to what they're voting for. That's money that our schools don't need. You, right. And that is you right. that's right, yeah.
3: When I board of mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would say do not vote for it use Right. If no adult, I have to for them. But
1: you have to they, starve they the say, beast. You, you
3: do. And bonds are for So they would they weren't teachers, yet
1: they, they would buy. Bloat, they would bloat the county government office. Yeah. There's a lot. Of, there are, I don't want to, well, I guess I don't mind if I single out certain people, but or certain positions. Yeah. We have a diversity, equity, and inclusion uh, uh, position in the in the county, and I believe that person makes almost $80,000 a year. If I remember correctly from the newspaper article, uh, uh, which was fairly recent, um, we have a social emotional uh, <laughs> position in our county government office, and I, I'm trying to remember what he makes. And please forgive me if I'm wrong. I'm going from memory here, but I want to say it was upwards of $100,000 a year About for social emotional. It's
3: in West Virginia.
1: Yes, the superintendent. Know,
3: they're making B C salaries. Yeah. They make some salaries that are higher than those in New York. Right. So
1: what that. about paying the teachers? What about paying for performance? How about that? If your students test well, but then again, it's a whole other thing. I'm getting off on a on a whole thing. Um I, I'm getting in the weeds. I'm trying to stay on the path. So there are a lot of weeds. You're right. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> Got to pick those weeds. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. They pop up.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's fine. That's fine. So so one of the things that I find what's well, benefited our family is the use of the HOPE scholarship. And I will say that this has blessed our family, and thank God for Patricia Rucker, our yes. senator, who has championed this and worked so hard to get this passed. If you don't know what this is, this is basically allowing you to use your tax money that you pay to follow your student, to follow your child. You can use that money for public school, pardon me, private school or homeschool. Micro, yes, sir, exactly, whatever you see best for your child, because the parents know best, not the government. Parents know best. So, uh, it's not a perfect, it's not a perfect program. They're still working on it. There is a requirement where students must attend public school for, I think, 45 days before they're eligible, which is, I think they're trying to get that written out, but at the moment it still exists. Uh, I spoke to Patricia about this last evening and it is a hurdle, which is very unfortunate because it shouldn't be. Uh, that said, uh, once you, at this point, once your student is in school, in the public school for 45 days, you can then withdraw them and take your Hope Scholarship money and use it where you see fit for your child, best fit. So the important thing for us at this point is to push those politicians to support that Hope Scholarship. Uh, when I, I, I just I, I do want to say one more time, Patricia is the reason that this got passed. Patricia does need our support, and I'm not trying to campaign for her right here. Of course, if anybody wants to vote for Patricia, I think it would be super. I will be. Um, she's facing a lot of challenges in the Senate. Uh, uh, evil people who, um, because of her firm support in very conservative things like this, parental rights on certain things, She's losing a lot of her um, seats in the Senate, which is wrong. It's an evil thing. Uh, the important thing here, I think the most important thing, is for us to pray and to return to God. And if we can get a revival in this country, God will see that, and he will give his blessings. Amen. God blesses us Thank you. He does bless us when we live a life that he can bless. He truly does. And I have seen it in my own life. It is is—it is true. That doesn't mean everything's perfect. It's not even close. It wasn't perfect for Jesus. And I don't expect it to be perfect and easy for me. But he blesses us. Uh, I want to show one thing, just one moment, if I may. Uh, I'm going to. I'll speak directly into this. But I have a, a dear friend who sent me an article um, from a newspaper. I don't know how to say it. Epoch Times or Epoch Times. Thank you. Um, and this is in relation to my, my uh, I, I say my ordinance. It's not mine. Jefferson County's new ordinance that, that I helped to get passed uh, regarding how drag shows can expose kids to sex offenders. And that is a very interesting article. I'll be happy to pass it around here today, if anybody wants to look at that. Good, thank you. I'm glad to know how to pronounce it now. But it's uh, important that we pay attention what we're letting our kids see. Uh, Stopping the, the, the sexualization of our children in schools is difficult when you're dealing with the public schools because it's so ingrained. There are people there, like I said, about the long game. They, these people have been planning this for a very long time. The division of the family, the insertion of the government into the family to become the father in the household, uh, women being encouraged to get on welfare and have more and more children. And the more children you have, the more money you get. Uh, the idea that if you get a job, you're going to lose your welfare benefits. It's a, it's a, it's a very it's an insidious thing. It's evil. It is broken. It's absolutely broken. You're absolutely right. And I'll say that again for people who can't hear, incentivizing bad behavior, and that's exactly what it is. Thank you. So I hope that I have uh, uh, said enough to maybe ruffle a feather or two and get people talking.
3: Yeah, we'll open uh, it. It's okay <laughs> with you. We'll open it. Uh, yes. Oh,
1: certainly. Yes. If anybody so, has a question for me, I'm I'm yeah, right here. Yeah. I'm ready. Does anybody have anything?
3: And I had some thought. Yes, one sir. Question. Uh, oh yeah. You can stay right there. Thank you.
0: Okay. Yeah, one question is that um this is Richard Urban. Everybody knows that already. Um so yeah, I've wondered about the Board of Education Elections too. And First of all, I wondered why they changed it from partisan to nonpartisan. And second of all, I wondered, and I've been thinking a lot about it, why in the world, well, first of all, I agree with you, it should be moved back to November. Why are primaries so early? I remember I ran once for D.C. Council back in 2010, and the primary was in September, and the election was in November. It's like such a disconnect also. I mean, that's kind of maybe not the same issue, but I agree with you. It should be, but yeah, why was it changed to nonpartisan, and why is it um, the primary so early? Those are my two questions. I guess.
1: I'll, I'll tell you. Thank you. So I will tell you that uh, w- what I can say about why did they change it to nonpartisan? I think I think I answered that question. When you don't know who you're voting for, that makes it a little easier for the the people that you might not want to get elected to get elected if you know where they stand on certain issues that doesn't benefit the people who want to harm our children i'm sorry it it is what it is we need we need more conservative people on school boards it, i i when i was door knocking i will say i talked to people and i was all over this county thousands of homes i knocked doors and i knocked on many people don't know who they vote for. They only vote in the general election when it's like a presidential election. They don't pay attention to what's happening in their own front yard. They have no idea. And they'll say, "I, I never vote in local elections. I only vote for president. And I'm saying, wow. Well, because I know that when I say things to Joe Biden, he doesn't listen to me. Right? Does he listen to you? No. He doesn't. Right. He, he won't hear me. He well, anyway, a well, whole nother topic of conversation. But when I talk to my county commission, if you're talking to me, I'm listening to you, I hear you. I'll call you back. I'll email you back if you email me on the right email address. Okay. Sure. <laughs> um, text, call, email. My phone number is out there. You can find me on Facebook, which I do not check very often. So if in case anybody's ever wondering, don't message me on Facebook if you want a quick response. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. That's good. That's good. No, but always text. Never feel bad about that. But I don't have Joe Biden's phone number. I don't have, you know, I don't have that. So, So it's very important that we pay attention to what's happening locally. Richard, what was your other question? Why did that about the about the primary and the general?
3: Well, so I was also wondering why the primaries were so early. Like, well, did they just change it to May some time ago, or what? Why May? Why not like September? Well, like, uh, I mean, there what's... are
1: even earlier. Like, they do early voting as if it's not early enough, right? And the early voting, which of course is ripe with uh, cheating, the, the possibilities and and the likelihoods of cheating. in in early voting is uh, uh, just rampant. It's it's really, really dangerous. Um, Another problem is you might vote for somebody that you like in in, uh, early voting, and you've cast your vote. Now, some people vote more than once, but not most people. You're not supposed to. So you've already cast your vote. You can't change it if something comes up that you might want to oh right exactly I, I do believe that voting should be reserved for election day i absolutely do because we all have all the same information at that point we all can make a decision at that point and um, unless you know you're you're having surgery or or something devastating happens or whatever uh, you know if you if you can prove that you 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 can't vote on That's election right. day military, you know, out of the country. Yeah, there are exceptions. But should we have just everybody and their dog lining up around the block to go early voting when we don't even know who really who we're voting for at that point? We don't know who they are.
4: Um. So partial answer to your question, Richard, I was told that they needed to have the primaries um early to not interfere with the school session because the voting happens in the schools, which it doesn't have to happen in the schools i don't right. know if that's where i'm from it was it depended on the area you could have elections in many municipal buildings you did not have to have it in the schools they have a lot of space but i mean the kids are out all summer so why not have them late in, you know before they get back in school exactly. i mean i think there are options here just nobody's having that conversation and it needs to happen i think but I know that there are people in place that are trying to make the change that Jennifer mentioned, which is to switch to the general election and not the primary. I just don't know what that process is. I don't understand. My civics training was very poor. <laughs> and I'm new to this area as of five years, so civics is a little different everywhere you go. So I have a lot to learn. I wish there was a civics course for 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 adulting. Adulting in Jefferson County.
1: you
3: state issues.
1: I do know that that uh, is a state issue and there are are reasons why some people at our state levels in our state legislature don't want it changed and you you, you need to look very closely at why why don't you want that changed Um, and I'm sorry, I've heard the expression many times but you have to follow that money who's in their pocket I'm just saying you know, you have to. So, so a lot of the, a lot of the union teachers' unions and things are, uh, they're, they're against that because they don't want more people coming out and, and actually voicing their opinion. And shame on them. How dare you? Exactly. Of course, you can.
4: Sure. So my question, that's what my answer is. My question is, I thought long and hard about going to, uh, especially the board of ed meetings. Um, I think. My hesitation is I don't feel that other than other than other people seeing what you have to say, I don't think the board hears anything. There's no change. It doesn't. It just seems like it falls on deaf ears. It's a weird ceremony that they control. It, it's it's weird. I don't like it. Um, I'm more interested. And that's not to say I wouldn't do it. I could be convinced to do it if we had enough people to go. Um, I'm more interested in approaching it from the angle of trying to legislate, trying to make changes, trying to implement more ethics. Um, is it? Is and this is maybe you could answer this. I don't know. Um, can the school board be audited by a party that is impartial?
3: <laughs> Thank you. Is that an angle though? Oh, that's ah. your question. Yes.
2: Is the state the board Sorry. to answer your question, the answer is yes. The state school board can be audited, and local school boards can be audited. But to your question, Richard, um, the reason the primaries are when they are is because um, they need to have their their candidates in place. Uh, because the year, the yearly calendar, their budget goes from July to July. So most uh, government organizations run October. Uh, the federal government is October to October, which is why we always have uh, shutdowns in December. Um, Jefferson County goes fiscally January to January, right? Yes. yes. Yeah, so so they have to have them in place um, at the primary in July. Now that's one of the reasons that I want to go down to to Charleston is I want to change that. I want to change um, where and when, the school board elections are going a, a, a whole host of things I w- would like to do, but that is one of my key things. I wasn't able to get on the school board here, so I'm going to go bigger, go home and go down to ch- – I want to go down to Charleston to make it so that our families don't have to suffer anymore. West Virginia is 49th in the state. No. no. Yes. And with the amount of money that goes to our our schools, so um, almost $11,000, $11, 12000 per child, our children should not be 49th, they should be, you know, in the top 10. Um, I know that there's a new statistic, and I don't mean to hijack you, but there's a new statistic that West Virginia is the highest number of high school graduates. So there is uh, almost a hundred percent graduation rate. They're like 90, 92, 92 to 95 years. Or... No, it actually is. And I can tell you why, because I've had this experience. My own daughter um, was failing most of senior year. And I asked for her to be retained and they gave her the option to test out. So she tested out and she walked even though she was 17 years old and I still have my parental rights, it was, igno- it was, it was ignored and she walked. Mm-hmm. I now have a 19-year-old who can't get a job, can't do math, and, and she'll never watch it, so it's okay. I can throw under the bus. Um, she literally tells me she cannot brain sometimes. I mean, this is what I have. I know it's 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 insane, and we need to we need to change, and we cannot change unless the adults change first. So this
3: is why you say they have uh, so-called close to 100%. Uh, because they push the them through. Patient. They right.
2: it's no child, no child left behind about, that that's
3: about push them
2: pushing away. them through.
1: Okay. Let me just say one more thing. No, don't be sorry. No. Oh, so this is Q and A. That's
3: what we wanted. To
1: to Barb's it. point about children and the the sad statistics that that we that we deal with here as parents of children in the public schools in West Virginia, I do have to say this Hope Scholarship and the school choice that we now have. We are leading the country now. Other states are looking to us, saying, "Hmm, I wonder if we can get something like that here in in their own states." And so we have Riley Moore to thank for that. We have Patrick Morrissey to thank for that. We have Patricia Rucker to thank for that. Three good conservatives. And and I have to say that if we did not, if they did not have the nerve to stand up and fight for something good like this, which is Unfortunately, one of the only options to get kids out of the evil, the brokenness of the public schools where they are being sexualized, Um, and not all, not all teachers, and not all, I don't mean just a big blanket statement, but it is there, it is there, it's evil. And they've been planning this for a very, very long time. I, I have to keep going back to that but but because we have that option now, I see it getting a little better. I see it get it's a very good start yes so thank you. Thank you. Does anybody else have any questions for me? Anybody? Yes sir oh, I don't know how to answer that so here. I
0: think I think you can unmute yourself, Lyla. go ahead.
5: Uh, yeah, I, I I wanted to ask about the program that you were saying because I have few families who are homeschooling their kids. My kids, I have six kids. They, I homeschool them all until sixth grade because I cannot do everything. But now they are in cyber school. But I know that they, the, I have few friends who are homeschooling and they can benefit from that um, scholarship that you're talking about. I'm not sure if it is available in my state. So mm-hmm. that's something that, you know, I could look into. What
1: state are you in?
5: I'm in Pennsylvania.
1: Oh, not far, not far from West Virginia. I, I will say, I don't know about that, but I would get in touch with my local officials and, and start asking some questions. And if they say, I don't know what this hope scholarship is, uh, they, they, the they haven't been paying attention. Sorry. It's called hope scholarship. Yep. Hope H O P E the hope scholarship. And, uh, okay. Yes, ma'am, I I would bring that up. I can guarantee you they know what it is. It it has made national news. It absolutely has. And if they don't know what it is, shame on them. And you can educate them about it and tell them, you know, this is what I want done. This is what parents like me want done. And you can start organizing something in your area to try to push for that if that's something that you don't already have. And and I have to say this does come back to we we all need to – um, and I hate to sound corny about it, but be that change. Force that change. Because if you don't do it, everybody is sitting around saying, well, who's going to do it? Are you going to do it? Are you going to do it? You have to do it.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like what you said about be that change, you know, because a lot of times we're just looking at other people and right. then you, we can start with what we can, you know. Yeah. And I think that's why. I like the homeschooling part because it's like that I can do, you know. I don't have to depend on other, but I can do what I can do in my in my small area.
1: Yes, ma'am, absolutely, and and even with micro schools, which I think were a another good thing that came out of COVID, um, you know, very much like homeschooling, you know. I'm, I'm not sure if you know what those are, but I've heard them called pods and micro schools and things like that. And now my children go to our church school, which just opened up a school, thank heaven, uh, for that this fall. And it's very small. There are seven kids in their class. And when I say the class, I mean from kindergarten to 12th grade. It's like a one-room schoolhouse. And that's okay with me because I know that they're using the proper bathrooms and they, there's none of this funny business about use whatever bathroom you like. No, boys go in the boys' room, girls go in the girls' room. Uh, okay. there's no funny business. And, and I know what's being taught. And I'm okay with that. I'm pleased about that. But when parents let their kids get on the school bus and go to the, go to school in the government run schools, um, you don't know what they're getting. You don't know what they're getting. And that was another problem I have. Uh, with with when COVID hit, and even before that, there wasn't so much encouraging of the parents to come into the schools at that point. Uh, they they don't want you to hear what they're teaching, and and that was you know I, I used to go in when my older children were small. Parents were encouraged to come into school, be guest reader. I used to bring my little one and go and read to my daughter's first grade class a book. Uh, that she picked from home that I would bring in that day and sit with her in her class and do this. I, I don't think that they're encouraging that kind of parental involvement anymore. Um The room mom, you know, is that is that even a thing anymore? Does anybody know? I mean, they don't encourage that. And there's a reason they don't encourage that. So put your kid on the bus, send him into school. We got it from here. I've heard it said, you know, these aren't your children. These are our children. I, I heard Joe Biden say it. Shame on him. These are my children or not his children. Oh, thank God for that. So, you know, we have to take charge. We have to be the change. We have to be the ones to, to pay attention to what they're consuming. And and if, if you uh, want to read about our Hope Scholarship, um, you'll see that the money that you spend on whatever homeschooling uh, product you use uh, or expenses you incur, you can use that. These are your tax dollars. You can use your money. What a novel idea to to teach your children. And and I have a great amount of respect for that, for for what you're doing is what I mean to say. Yes. So so thank you for what you're doing. But I would get on the phone. What's today? Saturday? Monday. Saturday, yeah. Monday, I'd get on the phone, and I'd start calling my state legislators and say, What's this? What are we doing like this here? Can we get this here? What What do we have to do? Tell me. I'll <laughs> I'll start it and and get the ball rolling. That we have. That's a good to. idea. We have to. Yes, ma'am. Is does thank anybody, you. Did I answer your question?
5: Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, great.
0: Great. Okay. Thank you, Lana. Do you have a question? No No. Oh, no. Okay. Thank you. Oh, th- thank you, Jennifer. Wow. Thanks for your presentation and the questions. Thanks for the work you're doing here in our county commission.